Welcome to the Church of the Redeemers Weekly Podcast. We pray that you will enjoy this week's service, and we hope that you will follow us at www.cotrb.org, and may God continue to bless you. Sing the song and declare it to the Lord. You're only singing to an audience of one, and I will. So just offer it to him. Here's my worship. Here's my worship. All of my worship. Just offer it to him. Receive. Receive my worship. All of my worship. Here's my worship. Here's my worship. All of my worship. Receive, receive. Now give it to him. 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 Don't applaud the king. Worship the king. Give it to him, please. Please. Give it to him. To the only wise God. Deserve all of our worship. We've come here to worship you, Lord. We've come to magnify your name. We've come to give you the glory and the honor that you deserve. We ask, Lord, today that you would allow for your, our hearts to be united in worship, united with each other, and united with you. Lord, today, we realize that there are some who've come in with heavy hearts. We realize that there are some who've come in with celebrating in their hearts. <laughs> and we honor every place that we all are in. We thank you for those that have joy. And we thank you for those that do weep. We thank you for those that are celebrating. And we thank you for those that are crying. We thank you for those that know what's coming next for them. And we thank you for those that have no idea where their next step will take them. We thank you, Lord, for everyone in every place that we are standing in this moment. And we thank you because you are the God of all grace and there is nothing too difficult for you. 
For those that are celebrating, God, we celebrate with them. Clap your hands and give God praise. Let the church celebrate. For those that are celebrating, we celebrate with them. We thank you for bringing them through the things that you've brought them through. We thank you for watching over your word to perform it in their lives. We thank you for making ways out of in the wilderness and rivers in dry places. We thank you, Lord, for being good. And we thank you, Lord, for being God. For that we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, and for those who are not quite in the place where they're outside of the storm, but they're right in the middle of it, we thank you, Lord, that we have the example of those who we just celebrated with, to know that if you did it for them. I wish I had a church, good God, to know that if you did it for them, to know that if you did it for the ones we just celebrated with, you will do it for us. I thank you, Lord, that the next step will be ordered by you. I thank you, Lord, that the calming of our, our storm will be ordered by you. I thank you that you are giving us peace, even though we don't know where it's going to come from. I thank you for every need being provided for, for every way being made, for every sleepless night being brought in with peace, turning today in the name of Jesus. We lift every heart to you. We lift every mind to you. We lift every person to you. Everyone worshiping with us, we lift them to you. We lift them to you, and we ask that you would have thine own way. In Jesus' mighty name, we'll thank you, and we'll praise you. Prompt us to pray this week, Lord. Prompt us to pray. For the sick and the shut in, prompt us to pray. For those that have unspoken requests, prompt us to pray. For those that are, cel again, celebrating, prompt us to pray. For the children, prompt us to pray prompt us to pray and we'll thank you and we'll praise you in Jesus mighty name we do pray thank God thank God thank God thank God and amen 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 I'm grateful to be with y'all this morning it's good to be in the house of the Lord you know, I'm just getting used to this pastoral thing, you know. You know, I've been, I've been an interim pastor for a minute. I'm going to tell it myself. <laughs> I've been an interim pastor for a minute. And I didn't have to tell nobody where I was going or what I was doing, you know. <laughs> I've been divorced for a minute, too, and I ain't had to be accountable to nobody. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I done got used to it. <laughs> I done got used to just doing what I do. Somebody invite me, I just get up and go. You know what I mean? But see, we married now. So I got to be accountable to the church. <laughs> and I apologize for not letting you know before this moment that I will be ministering at Second Baptist Church in Germantown right after this service at 11 o'clock. I'll get there a little late. I know y'all can whoop me later, you know what I mean? But for those of you that want to join me, I'm running right from here to Second Baptist in Germantown. Um, and we'll be worshiping with them on their anniversary service. So feel free to join me if you would like to. Otherwise, pray for me as I go. Amen. 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 Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou 
Jesus' name. Amen. We've been hanging out for a little bit in this place in Scripture. It's found in 2 Chronicles chapter 14. Hold your finger in 2 Chronicles chapter 14. And then we'll also be reading from Matthew, the 22nd chapter. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. And then Matthew chapter 22. 7, chapter 7, verse 14. Second Chronicles. I like that song too. Hallelujah. <laughs> Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. Reads as follows. If my people who are called by my name, I love (laughs) y'all, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin and heal their land. For this fall season, we're going to be walking through this, this portion of scripture, this one verse, because it's been so familiar to us that we sort of gloss over it as believers. We're going to spend some time dissecting word for word, phrase for phrase, what God is saying to us as a people, because it's time for us to return to the altar, saints. That was weak, because it's time for us to return to the altar. It's time for us to be a people of prayer again. It's time for us to continue to seek the Lord while he may be found. And call upon him while he is near. I'm not saying that you haven't been praying, but it's time for us to pray collectively. Amen? I'm not saying that you haven't been praying collectively, but I'm saying that it's time for us to be on one accord. Amen? On one accord. I'm not saying that we need to do something different, but I'm saying that we need to be seen as people of prayer. Because the water of the anointing flows from where? The Hallelujah. See, this is how we build culture with common language. The water of the anointing flows from the altar, and I want to be found saturated. Hallelujah. Saturated in the anointing. So we've talked a little bit about if. What does it mean? If means you have to be understanding that you will take everything to the Lord in prayer. My people talked about my people last week, and my people are those who are uh, Psalm 34 kind of people, huh? Psalm 34 kind of people. We know where our help comes from. This week we're going to talk about called by my name. Called by my name. Subtitle for this message is Association Matters. Association Matters. Association Matters. There, we've entered into a time. Um, I'm going to take my time and hurry up at the same time. Amen. We've, been, we've entered into a time in our society where... Um, we've been identified as believers in um, what is called a postmodern era, a postmodern era. 
that in essence, if you've heard anybody communicate that they are spiritual but not religious, it sort of denotes that the, we have moved into this postmodern area. In previous times, we have heard people communicate, I'm Baptist or I'm Presbyterian or I'm Catholic or I'm whatever, 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 I'm AME. And people have defined themselves based on who they were theologically, what kind of church they identified with and who they considered their people, right? They considered their people the people that thought like them. They considered their people that the, the people that were um, people that moved like them. Like for me, I'm, 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 an, I'm a Philadelphian, right? I'm, I'm from West Philly, right? Y'all, y'all South Philly. I'm not mad at you. I don't mind at all. But there are some people in this room who claim that they're from Philadelphia and they wear blue and red on Sundays. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> I'm an Eagles fan. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> fan because I'm a real Philadelphian. And I associate with Eagles fans. But there are some people in this room that communicate. You want to stand up, good brother? No, you don't? know. Okay. There are some people in the room. There are some people in the room who associate with individuals that are from New York City, but they're from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I digress. Association matters. Association matters. We identify with the people that call ourselves after um, our name. And we've entered into this season in, in the church where people are not necessarily caring what they associate with. They don't care if they're Baptist or Presbyterian or if they're Catholic or if they're AME. They actually don't even care if they're Christian or Muslim or Hindu. They don't care because their faith doesn't necessarily matter to them because they assume that all people are their people. But God defined a people through history that are people that are not just thinking the same way, but we're a people that are called by the same name. Called by the same name. There's one name under heaven. I, don't, I know that there are a lot of people that don't like this kind of preaching anymore. But there is only one name under heaven. Whereby men and women, boys and girls must be saved. I understand that it's difficult right now to associate with the church because the church has used its power over and over and over again to abuse and misuse the people that are trying to follow Jesus. We have asked people to do things for personal gain and that has hurt some to the point where they're willing to walk away from Christ because the church has hurt them. They are God's people, but they don't want to be called after God's name. <laughs> because of pain, they have called themselves, they've allowed themselves to throw the baby out with 
the bathwater. In this postmodern society, it's a branch of contemporary Christian thought which appreciates or appropriates postmodern theological assumptions and critical methodologies to articulate varying theological perspectives within the framework of liberal and orthodox theologies. And in essence, is a way that asks in our hearts and in our minds, can I really be the me that God created me to be? Where does my faith fit into the world? Jesus said, in John chapter 17, verse 16, I may not holler no more today, but I might. Jesus said in John chapter 17, verse 16, about us, his disciples, he said, they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Saints, you are not, we are not of the world, just like Jesus was not of the the world, but we have to live in this world to make sure that Christ's kingdom can come and God's will can be done right here on earth as it's already been established in the heavenlies for the benefit of those who don't know how to call on the name of Jesus to see an example of what it looks like to be courageous Christians. Create courageous Christians. The courage comes from a place where you have seen God work in your life and you know that it was only God that did it. The courage comes from a place like Israel being called out through Abraham. Abraham was with his daddy and he had a fantastic future aligned for him. He didn't have to go anywhere else. He could have stayed with his dad and had all the cattle that he wanted and could have lived high on the real hog, as some might say. But he was called out by God because he met the Lord in a personal encounter and he decided to leave everything that could have been for the benefit of having everything that God promised him. And then there comes his son named Isaac. Isaac was called out by God for the purpose, even to the point where his daddy almost killed him on an altar. He was called out by God so that the people of Israel would not be named after any other God but Jehovah. Hear me when I say it. Any other God but Jehovah. God did everything he needed to do to call them out of their comfortable place to take them to their destined place. And then there's this young man by the name of Jacob who had to continue even through ridicule to follow after the example of his father and his grandfather so that he would be the father of many nations. He had 12 sons. I hope I'm with you. He had 12 sons, and those sons followed after God in the same way that their daddy followed after God, that their granddaddy followed after God, and that their great-granddaddy followed after God. But if they would not have been called by God's name, they would have had everything that their father would have given them, but they would not have had the benefit 
of what God wanted to provide them. They all had to go through neglect. Then they all had to be selected. And then their faith had to be protected. Neglected, selected, and protected. In Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 through 14, Jesus does not modify how it happened for Israel. He just communicates what it looks like for us as the New Testament church to be neglected, selected, and protected. In 22, verse 1, Jesus answered and spoke to them again in a parable and said, The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who arranged a a marriage for his son. He arranged a marriage for his son and sent out his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding. And they were not willing to come. Again, he sent out other servants saying, tell those who are invited, invited. See, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and my fatted cattle are killed. And all things are ready. Come on to the wedding. But they made light of it. They made light of it. They joked about their faith. They laughed about their faith. It wasn't serious to them, all the things that generations before had gone through for the purpose of them being called by his name. The association with their faith wasn't important to them, so they made light of it and went their way, one to his own farm and another to his business. Hmm. They went back to work instead of coming to church. Hmm. Their faith wasn't important, so they decided to work overtime instead of worshiping with those who were called by his name. They decided to go to a different church down the street because it was more convenient. Instead of... Worshiping with those who were called by his name. And the rest seized their servants, six, verse 6, treating them spitefully and killed them. Verse 7, but when the king heard about it, he was furious. And he sent out his armies, destroying those murderers and burned up their cities. That's the diaspora. That's when Israel was scattered. Because they were called by God's name. But they made light of their relationship with God. Now some people have a hard time. I got to teach real quick. Some people have a hard time with understanding where and how the Old Testament applies to New Testament believers. This is where. And this is how. The Old Testament applies to us as New Testament believers. How and why? Because when Israel decided to walk away from their promise, God did this part. Then he sent his servants, said to his servants, the wedding is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy. The wedding is ready. I have killed the fatted calf. 
I have made a table of a feast for everyone to enjoy. I have, in the words of a song, laid the foundation and I have opened up the way. What more can I do? But they are still rejecting me. They are still making light of our relationship. They are still neglecting what I have called them out of and pulled them into and protected them from. For years, I've done it myself. (laughs) I have been called out by God because I was neglected in prior times. And God called me out by his name. But there were times in my life where I decided to neglect the gift of God, put it aside and walk away simply because I wanted what I wanted and I wanted God to bless it. I wanted what I wanted and I wanted my God to bless it. I wasn't ready to follow after what he called me out of. I wanted to stay in my own sin sickness and do what I wanted to do and still lift my hands and worship. That's not how it works. It's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. The way that it works is we have to decide to be God's people and we have to decide to be called by his name. When we're invited to the feast, then he said to his servants, the wedding is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy. They dirtied their hands with sin. Jesus, they dirtied their hands with sin. They decided to kill innocent blood. They decided to use the gift of God for their own personal gain. And now they have neglected our relationship. (laughs) I need to preach. (laughs) I need to preach. And so, therefore, Jesus says, go into the highways and as many as you find. The ones that I invited decided not to come. So go on into the highways. Hallelujah. And as many as you can (laughs) find. I wish I had a church. Those that were invited decided not to come. So now open up the door to everyone that will. Jesus. Those that were invited decided not to come. Therefore, go into the highways, and as many as you find, invite them to the wedding. So the servants, verse 10, went out into the highways and gathered together all whom they found, both bad. (laughs) Are y'all reading with me? Both bad and good. I don't care what you look like. Come on with me. We going to a wedding. I don't care what you smell like. Come on with me. We going to a wedding. I don't care where you've been at last night. Come on with me. Holy God of Israel. (laughs) Jesus, I bless you. Come on with me. We are going to my father's house because in my father's house, I feel like preaching. There are many mansions. If it were not so, he got bread enough to spare. 
He got clothes enough to put you in royal garments. He's got everything that you need. If you would just allow him to take you by your hand and invite you, walk you into his presence. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I don't care what you look like. I don't care if you high on crack right now. Come on. Let's go to my father's house. I don't care if you're drunk right now. Come on. Let, hey, hey. My Lord. <laughs> my Lord. I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you're doing. And saints, this is what we've neglected and disrespected. Our relationship with God. We've neglected and disrespected our relationship with God. Why? Because we, done, we were able to take a shower this morning. We're in our right minds today. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but today, whew, I'm in my right mind today. I ain't got a hangover this morning. This morning. This morning. So I feel like I'm good today. But I've neglected the come on and go with me. Come on, bro. What you doing? Come on and go with me to my father's house. I've neglected the call to go to the corner and say, come on and go with me to my father's house. Because I think God died just. Just for me. But just like he did with Israel, he could do with us at any moment. (laughs) Just like he did with Israel, he can do with us at any moment. He says, My Lord, he says, So the servants went out and gathered into the high wisdom Bibles and gathered all who they found, both bad and good, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But, here, listen to this part. Listen to this. Were you ready for this part? Verse 11 says, But when the king came in to see the guests, he saw a man there. Now listen, the room was full. The room was full. There were lots of people in the room. The room was full. The king came in. And saw a man there who did not have on a wedding garment. Every head bowed, every eye closed. (laughs) Jesus, Jesus, every head bowed, every eye closed. One man there that did not have on a wedding garment. One man that thought his clothes was what gave him the opportunity to be invited when he didn't realize that Jesus called us to rend our hearts and not our garments. One person. There was one person there. So he said to them, friend, how did you come here without your heart being right? But then the king said to the servants, bind him, hand and foot, take him away. Cast them in outer darkness. For many are called, but few are chosen. I called everybody. But in order to get 
to the place where you're called to, you have to accept Jesus the Christ. It is important to be his people. I said every head bow, and I said every eye close. It's important for us to be his people who are not just spiritual, but not religious, but to be called by the name of Jesus. Because at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. I said at the name of Jesus, not at the name of Buddha, not at the name of Muhammad, not at the name of Hare Krishna, not at any other name, but only at the name of Jesus. I appreciate that you're here, virtually and physically. I do. I do. I'm glad that you're here. I am. But are you here because your people brought you? Or are you God's people called by God's name? Twenty-five, twenty-seven, excuse me, percent. In 2017, 27 percent of those in our society called themselves spiritual but not religious. That means they would come to church, but they weren't saved. Do y'all know what it means to be saved? Let's go. Do y'all know what it means to be saved? It means that you have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart. And you believe that God raised him from the dead. You cannot be one who is a 2 Chronicles 714 person. If you are not called by his name. You can be one who prays, but you're not called by his name. This verse does not apply to you if you've not accepted the Lord as your savior. Do you hear me? I don't care where you are. I don't care what you're doing. If you have not accepted Jesus, do not apply his word to your life. me now is the time and today is the day I know there are a lot of people in church but I'm not sure everybody's saved (laughs) I know that there are a lot of people here I know that there are a lot of people watching we watch the numbers trustee Monique and I watch the numbers and we look to see how many people watching hallelujah thank you Jesus and we are in the upper hundreds sometimes in the thousands And that's great. I love that you are participating virtually and physically. But if your soul's not been changed. This is the part. If your soul's not been changed, if you've not accepted Christ, you are just watching for entertainment purposes. I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that. You might as well watch Netflix. You might as well watch whatever else you want to watch. You might as well go and binge a show. 
But I need your soul saved. I need your soul saved. I need you to be God's people. Called by God's name. So now, if there is anybody, 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 anybody in this room who can identify as an individual who's come to church for quite some time, you ain't, ain't no need to be embarrassed. Listen, all of us have come this way. All of us have come this way. Every single one of us. Our parents, some of us drug, were drugged to church. Drugged to church. Didn't want to go. And one day we encountered Jesus. <laughs> Every one of us had an opportunity to get to the place. For those of us who are saved, there's no need to be embarrassed. If you've been coming to church for a long time, but you've never given your hand to God, never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, now's the time, today is the day. If it's you, just lift your hand for me. Just lift your hand. If you're on the screen, if you're in our virtual campus, just say it's me. Just say it's me. Just say it's me. If you've never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Just do it now. 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 The doors of the church are open. I'm sorry, I forgot to say that part. I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I care that the, I, the, the hand of God is available to you <laughs> right now. I care that the hand of God is available to you right now. Yes, the doors of the church are open. But the heart of God is available to you. God's heart is open to you right now. If you're on the screen, just say it's me. Put an emoji in there. I don't care what emoji it is. Just put it up. Just hit send. It doesn't matter. I don't mind. I'll wait for this. I know that there are two other calls, those who have been backslidden and those that want to join the church, but the one that God's calling me to right now is for salvation. It's for salvation. It's for salvation. We need to remind ourselves that souls need to be saved. We need to remind ourselves that the kingdom has suffered violence and the violent need to take it by force. I'm here to wage war against the enemy. And the only way we can do that is by waiting for those who need to accept Jesus Christ to do so. Somebody's afraid. In fact, wherever you are, just check on the person next to you if you don't mind. Say, are you saved? Are you saved? Do you know Jesus? I need to wait for this. I do. I need to wait for this. Are you saved? Are you saved? Are you saved? You know you're in relationship with God? 
Are you, I'm, yeah, for sure. I wasn't all my life, but I am now, and I know it. Yeah, I am. I am. I know I'm going to go to heaven when I die. There's no need for me to question that. That's right. And there's no need for me to question if this verse, Second Chronicles chapter seven, verse fourteen, applies to my life because I am God's people, and I am called by the name of Jesus. I am. For those of you that are saved, I challenge you this week. Meet someone that's not. For those of you that are saved, I challenge you to meet someone that's not. To talk with them. And to communicate the plan of salvation to that individual. Same. Plan of salvation sound is found in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. Just read those two verses. That's all you got to do. Tell your testimony. Listen, I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore. Very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry. And from the water, he lifted me. Now say, am I? If that's all you got, then say what you got. Give them what you have. Give them what you have and allow God to work through what you give to see a soul come to the kingdom. It's time to evangelize. Don't be afraid of the word. Don't be afraid of the work. Let's do the work of the kingdom. Amen. God bless you is my prayer.